0: hello brothers and sisters welcome to the xx mormon podcast um, we are joined today with our first ordained sister sister the mary sister mary mandolin wow i forgot your name mm-hmm. and i am sister the wife of the brother the brother of jared i'm here yet again doing another topic on this wonderful sunday <laughs> joyous day um, so this topic is kind of Serious, So I hope that we can talk about it in a funny way, but not getting into anything too specific. I wanted to talk about the toxic forgiveness culture and that's what I call it. Trademark me. I don't know if that's an official term out there, but there's this um, pressure to forgive in the church and kind of a weird definition of forgiveness and kind of an obsession with it that I don't think is healthy. So to clarify the concept of forgiveness is not unhealthy and to forgive is not bad, but when it's pushed and forced on people, then I have a problem with, with it. So do you have any thoughts off the bat? Sister Maria,
1: I was just going to say, if forgiveness is truly like authentic and sincere and comes from your own space within and your own, you know, desire to forgive, then I don't, judge on that but if it's pushed upon you if it's used as sort of like emotional blackmail if it's used as like um as a way to like hinder or help your quote progress or it's kind of like we can we're going to bring up some scenarios in which the church has used quote forgiveness as a way to manipulate people and kind of goes against their informed consent so like it's the same thing as we can cover at some point toxic positivity I feel similarly with forgiveness like if it's sincere and it's and it's desired and it's you know consensual then it's fine (laughs) but if you're feeling like I guess I will have you go in further detail on like the separation of healthy levels of forgiveness and quote repentance and (laughs) where it
0: becomes
1: problematic
0: word word thank you sister for your your divine word so um i pulled up the reference i read this book at the around the same time that i was leaving the church or like really deconstructing but it's called the removed and it's by brandon hobson and i hope i'm quoting it correctly because it's been a while since i read it but well, I, okay, first off, I don't read. I listen to books on Audible. when I say I read something, I I listen to it with my little ears. Um, and he said he says in the book, um, forgiveness, healing, and moving forward, are not synonymous. They are not the same thing. And you don't have to forgive to be healed. You don't have to heal to forgive. You don't have to move forward without like they're not the same thing. So I wanted to clarify that for sure, because healing is something that there are steps to it, but not really. It kind of happens on its own. And you can do things to work towards healing, but it is truly something that just occurs. Um, And then forgiveness is not a destination. So we talk about like, working towards healing uh and then forgiveness in the church is spoken of like it's this destination that you reach it's something you do once for many circumstances and many situations forgiveness is a choice that you have to make every single day it's not a destination so this is some miss that's healthy versus unhealthy and then moving forward in therapy and just in general i avoid saying things like move on, not because it's like this worst, horrible expression, but because some people find that dismissive to their trauma, especially if their trauma is life altering. They're like, I can't really move on. That's not-. it's It can come off as dismissive. Not that it always is, but it can. So I'm very sensitive to when I'm talking with somebody. So I say things like cope and move forward because there are certain things that happen that you truly will never be the same because of it. And we just have to cope with it. And there's healthy ways to cope and productive ways to cope. And there are periods of time where coping and healing is very ugly and very painful. And I think that sometimes forgiveness and pushing the narrative forgiveness can be a way to silence the sufferer. God, just get over it. I don't want to hear it anymore. Just forgive. Just move on. Um, instead of like, hey, let's talk about how to cope with this. Does that make sense? Am I, I spit lies, spit facts?
1: <laughs> no, I definitely agree with you, especially the point, one point when you said it's dismissive, and also it kind of takes responsibility off of the perpetrator and puts it back on the victim. Like, oh, I said sorry, now you need to forgive me. Oh, it's like, um. so the perpetrator's calling the shots on the next step of action and putting it back on you, which isn't really once again, that's kind of them being abusive again, or that's kind of them, you know, not fully owning it. Like one of my favorite, favorite quotes that I actually did hear on an episode of Mormon Stories, which was like, there's no expiration on apologies. That's what this mom, mom shared. And that like, when it comes to her kids, she's going to apologize as many times as it takes. And she's like, so some things, if I'm apologizing for the rest of my life, then that's what it takes. But in our church, we would say, oh, they said, sorry. So now it's on you to forgive. And it's like, that's not enough for some of these crimes for some of these things people have done. They shouldn't, it shouldn't be put back on me because they said an apology. Like some things take more than that. And that's okay. That's not a sign of weakness that's not you're not in the wrong you were harmed if you if somebody is seeking forgiveness from you how are you then now the bad person but in our church if you don't forgive fully or you don't forgive quick enough or you're still wanting more from the person who wronged you you're you're shamed for that and you're encouraged to quote like you said move on forgive you can't move forward unless you forgive them and in little petty things, then sure, that's fine. But there are big offenses that happen. And it is extremely unreal, unrealistic to expect a certain level of forgiveness, especially
0: as quickly as we expect it. I preach it. Amen. Yes, literally. Uh, all that and a bag of chips (laughs) it's literally exactly it's exactly how I feel about it and there's like a pretty a pretty big example and I don't remember the names of the survivors but this happened when I was at BYU Idaho and I got to talk to a friend of a friend of one of the survivors as well as someone that worked for the school newspaper so I'll give a little backstory um, there was a student, I don't remember his name, but I remember his first name was Hunter. I think I could be wrong. So we're going to call him Hunter. Cause that's what I can remember. And it was this big BYU, Idaho story because he had put cameras in the bathrooms of his fiance's apartment and he had been watching her and her roommates change, go to the bathroom, that type of stuff. And Hunter was found and arrested. She called off the engagement. Naturally, um, and there was like a total of four women in the tapes. I think she had like these. Are like, you know how like not everybody uses the same bathroom. Like there's kind of like three girls use one bathroom. Three girls. So it wasn't all of the roommates. But there was like four. I'm pretty sure. i might have the facts of this wrong. So please, if you're listening, feel free to pull up the real facts. I'm doing this from memory. I'm not looking up these articles. Uh, I don't need the re re traumatization. <laughs> um. So I'm paraphrasing because the details are not as important to me as the gist. Um, And also I want to be sensitive to the, to the victims at the same time. So it's not gory details about this. So um, a a newspaper article was about it in the area. He was kicked out of the school as well as the school did an article. (laughs) And pretty shortly after this made way, I read the article and it had an interview with his ex-fiancee, as well as one of the victims, survivors. And, and then there were like two or one that did not come forward that did not want to be interviewed that were like, please leave me alone. And his father was interviewed and his fiancee and another survivor definitely had the tone and definitely had the remark that if anybody needed prayers right now, it was him. And if anybody needed God's grace, it was him. And if anybody needed the atonement, oh, it was him. and this was let, girl, Liz More. and this was like two weeks after <laughs> that it happened, like this was f- literally fresh off the printing press. So crazy, I, I remember being kind of blown away and kind of in disbelief at the time. And then there was an online article published by an independent writer who was a member of the church who praised the survivors for coming forward who praised them for being so forgiving who praised them for turning to the savior who praised them for turning to god and said you know only at byu idaho only at BYU you gonna get people that forgive me that forgiving so two years after this i'm like about to graduate or read after this semesters later right i got a roommate that works for the paper I asked her about that story and they had another roommate who pops up the woodwork and she's like, I'm friends with so-and-so I know these people. And they said that one of the survivors who came forward felt like she had to do that. She felt like she had to say how, for- how she forgave him. And she had to talk about how it was cool beans and how the atonement was going to fix it. That she felt quote, damned if I do damned, if I don't. And that's a friend of her friend saying it. So I don't know what actually came out of her mouth. I don't know her like that. And my friend, my roommate that worked for the paper said something similar, that there was an intense amount of pressure to make this a forgiveness, redemption. There's also rumors about this. I do not know where true that he was involved with child pornography. I don't know any of that. But he was sentenced. Um, You can probably look it up on Idaho's whatever. And my whole why this story is important and why the details of my foggy memory and pulling up the article verbatim isn't on my top priority is because if you're a survivor of this type of abuse or something similar, there should not be pressure on you to A, make a public statement about you being exploited. Her trust was betrayed. All their trust was betrayed, especially her. And you should not also be pressured to forgive the perpetrator. It was wild. And the whole thing had a tone as an outsider looking in and as a survivor myself, the whole thing had a tone of like, everything's okay now. It's not that big of a deal. And it was swept under the rug and nobody fucking talked about it ever again. And so I can't even remember anybody's goddamn name because it was like wiped our hands of that so that's my story about forgiveness culture in a pretty extreme way because forgiveness by no means in this example in my opinion was some kind of daily choice or some kind of destination it felt like it was pushed on these women Mm -hmm. and collectively on the campus like how we all should react to it how we all should respond Instead of thinking, what kind of toxicity is going on at this fucking school that this type of stuff is happening? Like, we're going to talk about the bigger picture. (laughs) like No bigger picture. Just forgiveness. Really fast.
1: So something else to note, if people are looking into this, there's going to be tons of cases. Because I was there a few years before you, and there were similar things going on, even with guy on guy. And um, also, while my husband was there, even before me, there was a case of a guy who would go in and just stare at girls sleeping, watch them sleep. He'd steal their underwear. And the whole point in this case, forgiveness is used so that the church can hush these instances. Forgiveness is used so that people don't have to report it to like mainstream media. Big news won't catch on. They sweep it under the rug. They say everything's fine. He's, he's getting help, the perp or whatever. And the lady, the girls look how strong and brave they are. They forgive him, blah, blah, blah. And then they can act like it never happened. Yeah. So there is a motive besides just authentic forgiveness, sincere, genuine forgiveness. It has, it has a bias. It has an agenda
0: for real and there's a couple things about forgiveness that i think is incorrect like it's just a couple of things in the church like we say like how toxic anger is anger is not that toxic if you have a rage problem that's a problem like that literally is a problem, called rage you act problem. Out in your anger in harmful ways exactly and, and when you're anger, acting out of people who
1: aren't responsible yeah
0: but you, but you have the feelings are- Yeah, you have the right to look back at something that happened 60 years ago, 100 years ago, five years ago, 10 minutes ago, and you have the right to still be angry about it. Does it mean you punch a wall every time? Probably not. Don't punch anybody.
1: It doesn't mean you go do crazy stuff in the name of your anger.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And hurt other people. But you have a right to be like, that wasn't okay, and it's never going to be okay and you also one of the things that really really hurts people i think is this mormon narrative that's from the doctrine and covenants right it's this whole what doesn't kill you makes you stronger everything that god does is for your benefit i can tell you i mean you know this we all know this if that's not true (laughs) like that's not true uh so eight, ACE's it happens. Childhood not, af- gone.
1: <laughs> like
0: adverse childhood affective syndrome or childhood symptoms literally take years off your life if you don't go to therapy and you don't get help. And it's childhood traumatic experiences. Trauma takes a toll on there's literally a book about it, y'all, called The Body Keeps the Score. <laughs> um that, that narrative it- is not true. I think as people for our own healing it is essential to find purpose out of what happens to us. But there are some things that are just so goddamn awful that you don't have to make a reason. You can just be like, that was terrible.
1: And you can sit in it and you don't have to forgive anyone. And so just adding a twist to it, like, okay, the people who have harmed me, I would say I forgive them. But I have no desire to ever see them, talk to them, hear about them hear their name, know what they're doing. You don't need to to bring them up to me. You don't need to like, I don't need to bump into them. We don't need to hug it out. We don't need to talk. Like I, we literally need to have zero contact, but I feel like I've quote forgiven in the sense that like I've moved the F on with my life Yeah, and I live my life and I'm fine. And like, yes, I could be around them and you wouldn't know. Because this has literally happened. I have been around, Uh, yeah, you. And no one knew. So, like, it's not. I don't feel like it's like affecting my daily life anymore. But if, if two weeks after it happened, someone had the audacity to tell me that I need to like hug them and forgive them and like they're a victim too, I would have raged. Like, I would have pushed me (laughs) over the edge. The fact that I got to like process it quietly with myself and like you know, and part of why I want to move on. And I just say like, I've forgiven them. I moved on. Like, I don't care. I don't have beef is because I don't need people like always bringing it up to me all the time. And also I don't want people to feel sorry for me or like use it and be like, do you remember? It was, like, it's like, I don't need your sympathy. Like, let's move on. Like, we're good. Like, I like how you clarified survivor, not victim. Like, I'm living my life. and moving on. Yes, it happened. I'm not denying it, but like, we don't always need to like rehash it up and dig up this grave. So like, if that's your idea of forgiveness, just means that you're no longer like digging up that grave all the time. Then I'm totally for that. Like forgiveness doesn't mean that you're like hunky dory kumbaya, hug and kiss them, love them. Like you don't <laughs> need to use extreme phrases. Forgiveness could literally be like, yeah, they're no, they're no longer in my life at all in any way. And I'm fine with that. Like,
0: we're good you know (laughs) like it yeah word it always (laughs) is not love and hate it's gonna be apathy like for people who have done me wrong i have like a true deep you know you could win the lottery (laughs) tomorrow or you could die in a horrible way and i'm gonna roll over and go back to sleep (laughs) i literally don't need to
1: hear about it like i'm not gonna go fight you i'm not gonna punch you i'm not gonna freak out on you but also like i don't need to hear about you so yeah same thing but in our church it's very much like you know like love them and you know if you you embrace like no no don't push that on me don't you know and, it, and it's so short time and like you're almost a bad person you're almost like wrong if you're honestly like i don't forgive them i
0: hate them hate like,
1: hey, oh my gosh i was like it's like, it's or the villain. like
0: that's normal or did you ever have i don't so people try to tell me it was scripture and i'm like bitch where where they're like if you don't forgive the person that did you wrong then you're, you're worse than they you're are. Do you
1: remember like that? Jesus won't forgive you because you won't forgive them. If you want Jesus to, for- I used to say this too, like, Oh, you know, the horrible shit you said when you're a Mormon, I would literally like <laughs> in with my husband be like, I forgive because I want Jesus to forgive me i like, I used to say that shit. I mean, I'd be like, oh, I want Jesus. And it was truly because I wanted Jesus' forgiveness. And I thought it was conditional that I had to forgive others. <laughs> <I was> <laughs> like, it's but, a transaction. Here's my money. Take it here. You know, like, you earn I, your forgiveness <laughs> by forgiving others. <laughs> you know and it's like first off and my husband like pointed out like first off the things that you're doing are not the same thing (laughs) as like what other people are doing it's not really equity it's not equal it's not equality it's not equity it's literally the scales are tipping so like it's not fair like and definitely it's helped that my husband does have like a justice complex where he's like I do desire justice so like yeah it's just not fair like some of the things that I've done that I've like wanted forgiveness from like they're not they're not equating to the things that we're talking about, so like, yeah, I think that's a good that's good advice. Like, forgive others because you want to be forgiven. That only goes so far. Like, that's great for like petty things. It's great for like friendship, little, you know, tips. <laughs> but like, when we're talking about like murder and rape and incest and like these things no, 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 like, you should not have, you're forgiving them, like, over your head, you know, like, that's not fair.
0: <laughs> it's that's really, not really wild. It's. <laughs> I mean, it kind of reminds me of, like, this other side to it that I kind of want to go into, and if we run out of time, we will literally just do a hee-hee-hee morpho- is look These look don't record good. for very long, Um, but what I've noticed and I, I will go into the deep psychology behind it because it's kind of historical too, is I notice a lot of victims in the church, especially women, because male victims hardly speak out for obvious reasons. They're shamed they and silenced and have no emotional support. Make fun of, yep. Yeah. And, I mean, as women, kind of same, but we know that, so we group together. <laughs> We're like, we figure well, that's gonna happen. We'll at least we, find some other kindred house. Yeah, we'll hang out with each other. Um, <laughs> But there's this intense fear of the repercussions and the consequences that will happen to the perpetrator, and we often feel like the the punishment doesn't fit the crime, and so like I had I had friends, um friends and roommates, and like I said in my my first, when I talked about my Boise Idaho horror stories in an earlier episode, I was around a lot of women and non binary people who survived sexual abuse from. Men that they loved or entrusted. And so for them, coming forward would mean that this person who they used to care for would have, in their minds, some dire consequences. So they're still, and obviously the way people feel about those who do them wrong is very nuanced. I'm not judging them for having, you literally can't help who you love. Like, but. Literally, like, the goodness and fear or guilt or whatever, yet again, falls on the survivor. um, And, like, it's just, it's, absurd. it's wild, but it's real. <laughs> it is absurd.
1: And also to clarify, like, there's nothing grosser to me than a perpetrator, like, demanding forgiveness from the person they harmed. Like, not only did you have the audacity to harm them, but now you expect and you feel entitled to their forgiveness on your demands and on your timescale and (sighs) in your way. Like, you don't get to do that. You literally made the choice to hurt them. So you have to let the chips fall where they do. The consequences are that. Guess what? They might not forgive you. That's the risk you took when you hurt them. And I'm not talking about, like, unintentional, small little things. I'm talking about the big things that our church will ask you to forgive. That's what I'm talking about. Like I, I am what I would say, like a forgiving person It's in my nature, but I don't expect every other personality type and other, every other human being to have that. Like some people truly do struggle with quote forgiving people. And like, that's okay. Like make space for those people. Stop. Instead of forcing those people to forgive and like be, be like the personality types that forgive easily. Sorry, I'm trying to kill a spider. (laughs) But but, yeah, um, we should just allow for, like you said, the nuance, like allow for certain things to be like, like forgiveness could be different for everyone. It's not a one size fits all. There's not a set timeline that everyone needs to follow and, and like be at peace with that. Just like, I don't know. It's these women to find out later that they felt almost coerced or felt almost pressure to forgive that already is like kind of emotional blackmail. Like you're being hostage and it's not sincere. And I'm very much a person where like, I want people to say and do things because they want to, because they truly feel it. I no longer want to engage in obligatory, guilted, strong-armed situations
0: preach it and in like a there's historical reasons behind it too as well as something that i think a lot of men make the mistake of is when they want to sound protective but when they speak so harshly of the punishments that they would do to perpetrators it makes us as survivors or victims or whatever how you ever however you identify afraid for them Like, oh, I'd kill him. Okay, then you'll go to prison and I'll be without you. Like, it makes us worried for the people who, you know, this isn't 200 years ago where it was people kind of could do an eye for an eye. We don't live in that kind of world. And people who fight back often have severe punishments. You know, if I attacked, so if a guy tried to attack me and I killed him in the process, I would be the one investigated like for defending myself. That type of mindset um is in favor of the perpetrator without really knowing it because our current system whether you agree with that or not uh you know you're innocent till proven guilty so the burden of proof lies on the survivor not the person accused and whether that's good or bad is up to your own opinion i'm not going to tell people how to feel or think about that but that's the reality i deal with this every day i work with this often um and so when people say things like you know, I'd, I'd kill them, or I'd do this, or I'd do that. Well, great. So now I have to worry about your well, I, response.
1: I purposely didn't, for a long time, give my husband details, didn't tell him certain people, didn't show him, like, did not want him to know, because I was like, I can't control his reaction. And he we might go off and like, I can't afford that. And like, Similarly, I know, like, as daughters, you keep a lot of things from your dad for similar reasons because you're afraid, like, oh, it's going to break his heart or he's going to go off the edge or he's going to say and do something. And, like, and once again, I'm not saying people need to, like, control their responses, but you do have the fear of, like, okay, if this gets out, you know, what is going to happen to all these people involved? Like, it's not, you know, I mean, I touched on that in my episode a little bit. Like, the fear and the guilt and the shame and like the things you think about it's so layered there's a lot of little (laughs) yeah it's a spider web (laughs) a little webby and so it's not as simple I really wish it was simple but that's just not how things are set up
0: so oh and I mean I'm gonna pull a little bit of like the culture and race card into it because it is relevant but Because we have other systems that go hand in hand or compete with, or whatever you want to look at it, with misogyny, such as racism, if the perpetrator happens to be a man of color, more often than not, the, well, I don't know, but I can't say more often than not. I don't know every example. Time and time again, historically, the punishment for those men does not fit the crime, like, or they get, like, so there's even, like, this added layer, like, as... Even though I'm if not identifiably... Rich, if
1: you're a rich white male, you'll probably get off. You probably... Yeah,
0: will... and if you Oh, you're, you're going to slap
1: on the wrist. You'll get a light... If you, do, if you do get caught, and if you do get... It'll be a light sentence. First. And, and people, will, people will struggle to believe that he's guilty. But if it's a man of color, we're like, oh, he probably did do it. Like, sadly, that's what <laughs> they Literally... Said. Um, it and does I'm, I'm open for exceptions and i love to hear it but sadly are <laughs> at least american
0: history i think of literally history. men that are falsely accused of color um, that are our dead church, like,
1: our church and american society tends to favor white rich males <laughs> in, in every category and every scenario <laughs> and it doesn't mean there's like good exceptions i did I didn't marry a rich one, but I did marry a little white guy, and he's nice. But, like, you know, hashtag
0: middle class.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, not rich. But yeah, it's just sadly, like, and that's why I was so moved by, like, some of the women who spoke out in the instances at Harvard and Stanford and some of these bigger schools. And those guys still got slapped on the wrist, but at least these ladies, like, (laughs) made it public, you know, the whole Brock.
0: Oh, so Brock God. Turner yeah Brock Yeah, <laughs> freaking yeah
1: like at yeah. least he was blasted but yeah the crime was not I mean his punishment still wasn't but yeah and same thing with BYU Idaho like the punishments okay he got kicked out of school for being a perv a peeping tom for like violating multiple women and the, tr- and the church will do the similar thing like oh we excommunicated them it's like, okay, like that's supposed <laughs> to be, they got kicked out of the school. It's like, okay. So they're just out there going to do it. Again. Like, it's not enough. Like they don't take it seriously enough. And so that tells victims and survivors, like, it's not that serious. Get over it.
0: You know, why, don't do. you just,
1: why are you so angry? Why don't you move on? It's like, cause I've never got to deal with, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not someone who's been accused of being an angry person. I am married to someone who's accused of being an angry person. And so I kind of understand the psyche a little bit. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that they are forced to internalize and internalize and snuff it down and shove it down so much that they finally just like lose it. And like (laughs) our church is very much like, we're fine if you internalize till you die. Like we're totally fine if you never (laughs) express (laughs) negative emotions, just internalize, forgive, 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 look the other way look away, look away. <laughs> look away. Hey, we don't talk about Bruno look, yeah yeah like <laughs> it makes me think of a series of unfortunate events theme song like <laughs> <What>? yeah, <laughs> nothing literally. to see here penguins like, the, like <laughs> <had a guest laughs> nothing to see here and like similarly like if people knew how many instances happen at college campuses in general that get swept under the rug like they would be would be shook but it's because like basically the girls are told move on forgive and men are slapped on the wrist so
0: yep and even from like looking at it through as a native person i understand that i do present as white i'm not taking away from people identifiably ethnic I'm, i'm stating this anyways um the way that our culture functioned with sexual abusers and perpetrators in general for like thousands of years was radically different. And so we're forced into this system that usually ends up punishing the family of the survivor who retaliates. It's like a really good example is like for Cherokee people back in the day, if you were a rapist you had your ear cut off <laughs> like everybody darn new and that was just it was what it was my guy and so we're, thro- <laughs> <laughs> we're thrown into this well pressured and forced and coerced for a lot of efforts at hundreds of years into this system where if you're an indigenous man and you commit violence against someone in defense of anybody or whatever uh you're the one who's gonna get like locked up like it's just it's very it's really really wild um and that there's ties to a lot of things and i don't know i definitely think that forgiveness culture and why i call it forgiveness culture is because it's a set of values that's forced on people that does not fit their heritage or their personalities or certain um, scenarios or certain scenarios um but it's something that we all just have like shoved in our face but it's really really weird to me because the bible itself and the book of Mormon amplifies this theme right where God's like I forgive who I forgive but you must forgive everybody and so like I <laughs> guess God can you're be a petty, petty. bitch
1: <laughs> yeah, he gets to be a petty king and he's allowed and Like, <laughs> you're not and also yeah the, and I so I guess we could caveat like it's not just the Mormon church that is big on forgiveness culture it's like christianity in general and mm-hmm. i can't speak on other religions i don't have enough experience but like it's very much like even other christian religions have the whole belief that like all sin's the same and it's like <sighs> i remember being like if i when i heard that as a kid some of my friends were like oh it's the same and i like Seriously, I had a problem with that. I'm like, murder is not the same as stealing underwear. <laughs> no, you know, mur- I stole a candy bar at 7 Eleven. It's not the same as like cutting someone's head off. So, no, it's not the same. But they're like, in God's eyes, it is. And he has, he forgives. Like, is it you're speaking for him now? It's very confusing. Um, <laughs> a lot of them to. But yeah, um, it and it feeds into forgiveness culture, also feeds into the toxic positivity culture. Like, a lot of that. Where it's it's just a silencing of victims. It's just a, shh, 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 shh. We, You need to forgive them. We don't want to hear about it anymore. We're done. It's difficult for us, so you need to forgive them. Like <laughs> we want to still like them, so you have to forgive them. Like like what you told us something that bad that they did. It conflicts with our narrative of who they are. So you need to forgive them so we can move on, move forward from it, <laughs> pretend it didn't happen. Like that's very much the vibe I got. Like they don't want to accept that this person did something bad. So like everyone needs to forgive them and. Like, and similarly, like, you can't, you can't control how someone feels or someone reacts like, you know, and that's why I I do believe that maybe forgiveness, if it should be allowed, we should allow it for things that were maybe more like accidental or small or petty, but like the serious, big, intentional, horrible crimes, like you should not have to forgive. (laughs) those are they that should be part of their punishment forever is that you didn't think it was okay like it's never okay you're never like you can move on but you don't have to like hug them and tell them that you forgive them they don't deserve it so
0: (laughs) i honestly feel like and this is from psychologically as well as evidence of it the only times that i really would push forgiveness not that i'm like a pushy person i'm an angry person you're saying like he's being angry that's me i'm angry all the time i don't it's hard to explain it's like it's a the you simmer a at weird, all times. <laughs> yeah, years. but I just have I know I I like this. Like, <laughs> I just have a little sizzle. My two are angry. Well you just attracted the English. And I'll be all <laughs> oh, awesome. aw, thank you. <laughs> You're, like the cool and we're really, like sizzling. Um, and then my husband's really cool chill too. So um we, we bounce out the universe. And then mom's chill, then her dad's like the sizzle anger one. So it's just yeah. the vibe. The vibes. Yeah. So, I do get. <laughs> <that>. I chill. <laughs> <laughs> and then our bro's pretty chill. So, like, it, it bounces out. So basically, um, with, the, with the anger, and the only time that I push forgiveness or would encourage forgiveness isn't even about forgiving other people, it's about forgiving yourself. Honestly, that's the only person you probably should be <laughs> probably.
1: unless you are these people um, stay stay toxic.
0: No, oh yeah unless, that's yeah, don't
1: forgive yourself if you're, if you're murdering people <laughs> <laughs> you if you're anything to... like a like yeah. a warlord don't if but if you're harming babies but, i don't but i'll just mean if you're <laughs> something just burn wherever that is no, if I'm you're sorry. idiot don't, mean if you're a pot if you're stolen, if you're someone who's done petty little stuff and you've made mistakes and you've truly like Corrected and done the things you can, and all the last missing piece is truly forgiving yourself. Everyone else around you loves you and embraces you. Then, yes, this is your permission.
0: <laughs> you control. made a lot of conditions, <laughs> girl. You <Girl. I> made <laughs> a lot of conditions self I feel like some people should
1: say it. <laughs> You're dirty.
0: Secretly, people. you are some as People angry are so quick to
1: forgive themselves, and I'm like, hold on, girl. <laughs> You already, already moved on. Definitely. They're like <laughs> instantly like, I'm a different person. It happened yeah, yesterday. Yeah, you didn't anything, like, no, so many people are like, that was a long time ago and it's like not really it was like last week but okay you were demanding because you've moved on i'm not i i forget i've let it go and it's like good for you you forgave yourself for something you did to someone else like i don't fat yourself so that. weird So i'm not gonna co-sign i know what you're trying to say and I'm there just, i there should be some, some kind of
0: there r- <laughs> should be some kind of restitution there should be some kind of reparations there should be some kind of but you know, no, you don't need to feel bad picture. about
1: yourself for like a decade because of something small you did. Like everyone makes human errors. Like if what you've made is a humanistic mistake, a pretty like, common <laughs> You are you not
0: letting these people off. <laughs> You're
1: literally <laughs> crap shoot. You should take a while to forgive yourself. <laughs> you <should laughs> take all this. stuff you need take as long as the other people take I mean I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I feel like narcissists are definitely like I don't even feel that I already forgave myself like no you need to feel not saying guilt remorse is what I want you to feel there we go
0: changed not guilt and shame
1: but I want you to actually feel like I feel sorry I feel sorrowful for the pain I caused and be sincere that's allowed but no you don't need to be like I still blame myself for the 20 years ago i Give my kid a spank and it's like okay, only we hate the more time you did it, like move on, it's fine. Or but even bigger you're like, I'm still hitting him to this day, then and you forgive yourself, not the same. Like in this we're talking about the gray
0: area here, you know. That's true. That's true. Any any extreme pendulum. I've have you seen the Da Vinci code. You know that scary man that whips himself? I mean what is going on there?
1: You don't be like self hatred for your mistakes. But if you are these people who've done egregious sins, like Feel bad egregiously and don't forgive yourself. (laughs) I'm not going to give you that. Be like, if you're you're a horrible person.
0: person. Oh no, it's breaking up. I'll say it again. (laughs) Okay, Okay, I
1: was spewing my, I was showing my anger side and I was saying, if you're a horrible person listening to this and you're wanting permission to forgive yourself, I'm not going to give it to you. But if you're a genuinely good person and you're <laughs> holding on to things you need to let go of and you're holding yourself back and you're in your own way, then you can forgive yourself. <laughs> We have to I mean, nothing, but, you, know, you are the the heavenly mother, so maybe it needs to come from your. Mouth. I'm just a mere messenger, appointed the first of
0: the Lord. I mean, the viewer discretion is advised. Like, go buy, go buy <laughs> real. Yeah, that... go, yeah, go.
1: Do real, not YouTube. Real research
0: yeah god youtube university <laughs> no, um, god, yes. we don't
1: count this, we're just here to humor and delight your soul we're not we're not here to give you permission judge jury to executioner
0: yeah because ultimately <laughs> this, this this ties in well revenge really doesn't satisfy the way people think that it does but yeah. i feel like there is we're at a current place and the church is at a current place where there is no revenge there is no accountability there is no reparations there is no restitution there is no justice and so i think not I, even if, if the choice is revenge or nothing i mean i'm gonna say go oh, fuck it kind of mirrors off
1: not- <laughs> if, 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 your comes, if you're pursuing justice and it comes in the form of revenge i mean, well, I'm so loud. I mean like
0: I, mean, we'll so, I mean I'm open. To I am not case. condemning violence. I are no. calling to violence, but I just think that take
1: um, your time,
0: no rush. And yeah, yes, take your time. Healing is a journey. Moving forward is a journey. Eye, but yes, but what what that comes from the quote in the book? Spoiler alert. <laughs> so the there's a it's about a family, um, who is a Cherokee family, and the mom. Her son, like, years ago was killed um, by someone who was racist. And she goes and visits him at the end of the book. And he's, like, dying of cancer, the, the killer. And he got off. Um, and she thought she could go there to forgive him. And, and she says to him, I don't think I'll ever be able to forgive you. But I do feel, like, parts of me are healed. And I think it's just been from, like, time. Um and like that was pretty appropriate. He murdered her son. Like he killed her son. How could she she you know, shouldn't be the, the the expectation yeah. of forgiveness shouldn't be there? She put that on herself. So, you know, a decade later, he was a he was like fourteen. It was really sad and awful, and it kind of devastated their family as it would. Um, that's where I got that quote from was from Brandon Hobson, and that was the that was the circumstance and that was the situation. So it's complicated. Something that I did deconstruct pretty right quick um, is the concept of sin. It really makes me angry um, because I feel like we're kind of taught wrong as as Mormon people. What is bad and what is good and the weird morality attached to everything. Um, but if you generally are doing things to hurt other people or have done things to hurt other people, please write those wrongs. And don't think of it as a sin, but think about it like deeper than that. That's my you like little confidence. tidbit. Yeah, have some
1: empathy for it. And also to tie back to what we said in the beginning, like these bad events, these bad circumstance, people wronging you, it doesn't like quote, make you stronger. You heal yourself and make yourself quote, better or stronger or you don't. I mean, and that's okay. Like it's not <laughs> literally, I'm not telling you how to go. <laughs> you, or you literally like you don't and like it doesn't have to be, it's not stop giving these horrible instances credit for your own progress or the things that are true intrinsic to you that would have been there no matter what you don't have to give credit where it's not due is all i'm saying
0: that's true that is so true and it is i'm in my own angry place like I like says sizzling at all times (laughs) i just i'm this cool and calm (laughs) but it's just (laughs) always this angry um i'm in my own way about some things and i am angry at christianity as a whole at this time i'm not angry at christians individually but i'm, I'm just angry at the concept uh certain concepts that were that were forced on us uh, as mormon people who who are part of the christian umbrella um such as forgiveness culture and such as this you know the way that they use jesus suffering as a weapon over people and just elements like that and that's why i want to talk about the topic because i feel like it's toxic yeah i'm not sure we have left but i don't know it hasn't popped up yet um okay so if if, if we're concluding we're concluding because
1: i mean i feel like it's not enough time to jump onto another topic but yeah but i feel like i'm like i said what well, i can't
0: I spewed out my little was it Drew follow <laughs> says i spewed him. out my little poison <laughs> like a, oh my gosh you're like to get her poison she's like, out of her now
1: like you're up in your you're in
0: your own head hurting your own, own
1: feelings <laughs> <laughs> you guys if you haven't followed drew follow or TikTok. Like, she is our
0: prophet she's the queen <laughs> doing
1: the work bless her she was truly called and anointed and fulfilling
0: the lord's elect the lord's elect and
1: like everything she says is cat is fact not cap everything she says is true
0: <laughs> well i did kind of quote her from the last one we did where i was like that's the tea babes because she says that in a video <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the tea babes like you're
1: all up in here in your head hurting your own ass
0: feelings i was like oh my gosh because that, that's another new element that i think people need to wake up and realize that if, if you've been bullied if you've been hurt and you retaliate it is what it is, and that's basically what she does. So she like the like, school bully. You know, she punches them in the face. Like, oh, the verbally. consequences
1: of your own actions! Like so many times, I'm like, is this not the consequence? I even to myself, I'm like, is this not the consequences of my own behavior? Oh, like I want to run from them. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? Or like Tyson always says, play stupid games.
0: When stupid
1: <laughs> I don't even know where that's from. You guys know where that's originally
0: from. It's funny though, and it's play it's applicable and I I feel press. like forgiveness should kind of be part of that. It should be part of that the little circle yeah, that's the risk you part take. of
1: the Like you know, and I yes, I do it is tragic if someone literally dangles forgiveness over your head and they use it to like manipulate you and dig it in and pour the salt and whatever. That's that person like choosing to
0: go with it that route weirdo yeah but <laughs> but like,
1: sorry i got yeah, excited like, no, that, go, that
0: no, no and, that, that concept what that is is you're not worse than the person who did it to you that's bizarre but what happens is so there's this quote by pablo fieri i hope i'm saying his last name right he's he's from brazil it's a portuguese last name i don't i don't speak that language i apologize James. Sorry, recipes um he said that the oppressed are only truly free when they stop trying to be like the oppressor so if you just flip the table, yeah. you're it's still at the table. Handle. Destroy the table, smash the table, or walk away from the table. Leave that's the table. kind of my feel. Yeah, if
1: you're so desperate to like get your claws into and get like heal as a person, that's an unhealed <laughs> wound. I feel like you're calling me, me out because I can't in. forgive unless no, I get I'm them. Not telling
0: you
1: that. No, I'm not. I'm not the <laughs> people who like. Oh, I can't forgive you until you do this, or like oh, I need, or weird. like, yeah. or, like oh, people gosh. in relationships who are like. Ten years later, they open the file cabinet. I'm guilty of this. You open the file cabinet, and you're like, "This is this incident. It's similar to the incident back in 2012 when you also." And then I'm like, "I'm mad again." And like, my husband will be like, "Oh, I thought we moved on." And he's like, "You take a little collection and anything that pings that is similar, it adds to the file cabinet." I was like, "I do have a file cabinet." It has lots of folders <laughs> and if we're wrong, we do this so I see the connections. And and so, yeah, I don't think it should be used. Forgiveness shouldn't be used as like a way to manipulate, control, dominate, you know, once again, it should be sincere. But yeah, if you feel the need that you're like, no, I'm not going to forgive you. Maybe people are pressuring you, one, to forgive too quickly. And that's why you feel the need to like dangle it still because you're like, hold on, I didn't have enough time. Or the person has not truly done enough in your mind for them to be like deserving of your forgiveness. And if it's because you want to harm them, then look at yourself deeper. What, what unhealed wound is that? What's the real issue going on? What's the real thing you're mad about that makes you want to
0: harm them in return?
1: You know what I mean? Like there's a bigger thing. That's important. There's a bigger, there's a bigger Um, thing.
0: um, When I think about it, the first thing that comes to my mind is like situations of infidelity if you're if the the person who wronged you like that trust has to be earned back there are reasonable steps to do that but if they're doing the reasonable steps and you can't find it in your heart to forgive that's okay but that relationship should probably end like it just it just is one of those things it's and that that's my little two cents i would yeah, never say that professionally because i don't give advice that's not my job but in my opinion like that, that's something yeah that, yeah that is something that i think about where if you can't find it in yourself to forgive that is okay because they broke the contract of your relationship but don't you're just being you don't need like, to
1: harm them you don't need to wear it over their head like yeah eventually you both need to poke and
0: pins yeah. in that little doll you know the little pinkish doll.
1: if your goal is not to move <laughs> on then like dig deeper into why you know if your goal is to just like now i have leverage i'm gonna punish them but like dig deeper as to why are you doing this what's going on
0: here you yeah, know? yeah just just get out of the situation that's my that's my vibe if you have people around you you can't forgive then you should probably just dip on out what did you say <laughs>
1: accidentally said your name no i'm saying maybe don't give i don't know i don't believe that every relationship is a throwaway relationship i don't say everyone i I just said once we can't destroy destroy the file (laughs) that's true Don't. (laughs) okay we're thinking in way too like many personal instances too many
0: specifics
1: yes some people deserve to be cut off and some people i feel bad if they're cut off so it's like i don't know don't i don't don't ask me about these situations these hypotheticals. use your own
0: discernment that's not <laughs> manipulated it's not from by a, man, a church a that weaponizes forgiveness
1: <laughs> yeah that's
0: the two cents i will ask elder jackson to cut yeah. this one down <laughs> literally yeah
1: literally re redefine discernment for yourself and do that not the priesthood not a man thing not somebody over you like your own intuition, your own judgment, like give yourself your own power back. You know, <laughs> you're, you're stronger and better than the church told you you were.
0: Amen. That's the real truth. <laughs> Maybe That's the real truth. Here I am at late at night getting in my feels. <laughs> we're hurting our own feelings. We're getting in our own head. We're <laughs> we're, our own yeah, feelings. we're literally we need to take <laughs> our like, I feel advice. Attacked. I need to take my advice. True. But yeah, that yeah. was that was the big topic, I think, at least in the first, at least in the first part, we really speed out our little poison.
1: That they? They do. Listeners are prepared, so this isn't <laughs> still isn't seven or eight hours,
0: so we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that is how I feel on that. Um, that if you're struggling to forgive, that's okay. It's okay, and redefine forgiveness because what the church told you was a lie. Yes.
1: And do it at your own pace, in your own way. Have your own set of realistic expectations. And yeah, just allow that. Don't force the process.
0: Feel mm-hmm. all of the feelings. Well, those are my final thoughts. Do you have any before I close out here? <laughs> I only shared my best
1: nugget that I was going to share.
0: <laughs> I think I did do what I, I ended I can't top it. it. I literally cannot top <laughs> it. <laughs> all right. Hear from y'all next week. <laughs>
1: I'm not going <laughs> to rattle in this glory. I'm going to let it go. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.